It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Welcome, listeners, and thank you for being here with us today in the now, always present. And it's the new year. We're in 2022, and this is, what, my second show, and I'm just feeling delighted and just thrilled to have our guest today, Shannon McKee, with us. Shannon, how are you doing today? I'm well. Yeah, it's a beautiful day in Ohio, and so, yeah, I'm doing great. I love it. Before the show, I was telling Shan that I'm not in Utah today. I'm actually in Napa, California at the Silverado Resort and I'm doing a, a speaker's retreat here, which has been very enlightening. And I'm learning a lot, which is always a good thing. <laughs> uh, today's show title is called Get Unstuck as You Grow in Self-Knowledge. Do you keep repeating the same mistakes? Are running into the same problems over and over again? Do you notice constant frustration with certain types of people? Do you ever feel controlled by your thoughts, feelings, or behavior? Today, Shannon, an Enneagram life coach who believes that the answer to these questions might lie in how well you know yourself. I will talk with her about self-knowledge and how a tool like the Enneagram can help unlock some core motivations. So I appreciate you, Shannon, being here. Did I say the word right, Enneagram? Yeah, you did. I'm so proud. Seriously. (laughs) I've been like going the whole time, Enneagram, Enneagram, Enneagram. She's a life coach. I just want to make sure I say it right because I just, that is so important. And listeners, we begin the show. Again, thank you for being with us. I invite us to let's all get grounded and and cross your legs and take a deep breath in, closing your eyes. And we're just going to do a couple of deep breaths here, allowing the breath to go all the way down into our toes, just allowing that breath in through our nose and then out through our mouths. Take another deep breath in and releasing. And then I invite you to just give yourself a big hug. And as you do so, repeat the word three times. I am worthy of my love. 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 Take another deep breath in. And releasing. And tapping three times on your chest with your finger. Accept, accept, accept. Another deep breath in. And releasing. Listeners, I hope that you feel present. The importance of being present and just being for a moment. 
as we take in those breaths, realizing how lucky we are to be able to do that at this moment, at this time. Each week, you know, I love to read my um, affirmation cards. And as I sat down, I'm like, I forgot to bring an affirmation card for this week. <laughs> oh, man. And so this is, this is my affirmation. And Shannon, as I read the affirmation or say the affirmation to you, I would invite you, if you would, to share what came to your thought. Are you good with that? With be able to, you know, I always invite yeah. guests to lean in with your heart, open up with your heart as we speak, so we can connect with the listeners. And I'm sharing this affirmation because this is kind of my theme for 2022. And it, the affirmation is, I will never divorce myself again. Hmm. I will never divorce myself again. So as I read that, Shannon, what did you think of? What were you thinking of? Like, Right, right. I think uh, what comes to mind for me is when I think of divorce, I think of like a, a break in something, like a relationship or whatever. And so if I don't want to divorce myself, I don't want to stray from who I really am and, and uh, settle for being a uh, a caricature of that, but to really stick with who I am and be true to that and how I believe God has wired me and, and not, not stray from that. So. I love that. And it, and it is, I mean, listeners write that affirmation down. I will never divorce myself again, put it on your mirror, put it on the sticky notes, wherever they are, but really think about this, this week, like Shannon said, you know, God programmed you a certain way. And being able to find that and sticking with it and not forgetting who you are and the importance of it. And to me, that's just been um, a journey learning. I think as, as women, Shannon, we tend to be givers. Mm-hmm. And we give and we give and we can, I always say I'm a chameleon. I can adapt to any situation as, and make people happy or try to make them happy. And realizing throughout the years doing that, I forgot what made me happy hmm. and trying and finding that again. And of course, as we mature and evolve, things change. And what made us happy in the 20s is not what makes us happy in the 40s, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. so the importance of that and evolving with that and allowing that growth to happen, hmm. I think it's really important. Um, I want to introduce Shannon. She's got a great bio, so I'm going to read a little bit about Shannon, and then we're going to get going with this. Shannon is a mentor and communicator at heart. She has 30 years of experience coaching and mentoring women of all seasons of life. Her current endeavors have led her to become an Enneagram life coach, where she helps people get unstuck, understand their own identity and gifting and experiencing transformation and growth as they gain greater clarify. clarity. Sorry, Using the tool of the Enneagram, she comes alongside individuals, couples, and teams so that they can understand their own story and see a path of continued growth and flourishing. So I, I'm like reading this bio and what you read, and I'm like, oh, this goes hand in hand with the affirmation I just threw at you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, wor- it worked perfect. Yeah, I thought it was wonderful. 
So yeah, and I was like, I didn't really go through the bio beforehand. So I'm like, okay, I want you to explain, Shannon, to the listeners, what is Enneagram? Okay. So the Enneagram, it's funny, I was telling Karen before the show that um, some people see the symbol because it's a it's a nine pointed diagram and um and they they think it's a pentagram or something crazy like that, but it's not, I promise. It is um Ennea means nine and gram just means graph. So it's a nine-sided graph. Um, and it just illustrates nine different personality types. And so um, by that, I don't mean that there are only nine kinds of people in the world. There's variations within those personality types, but it it just breaks it into nine basic points. It's an ancient tool that's kind of evolved over time, different influences. And, um, and so it's really kind of come on the scene in the United States in the last, like, I would say around the 70s, mm-hmm. and has slowly just been gaining familiarity. So, yeah. So what are what are the nine different um, characteristics or traits or what would you say behaviors? Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, framework type, whatever you want to, whatever word you want to use to put it in. So there's there's nine different types of people. There's uh, the type one is a principled reformer. So that's a person who um, oftentimes is a leader. They desire good um, and work hard for good in the world. Uh, the type two is the nurturing supporter. Um, and that person uh, is an unconditional lover of others, very giving of themselves. Um, the admirable achiever is number three. And that person is a go-getter, um, uh, loves the, the trophy at the end of the race type of thing. Um, type four is the introspective individualist. Um, and their longing is to be understood. Um, a lot of times there are artists and our creatives in the world. Uh, type five is the analytical investigator. Um, and that person is, uh, they're like your personal Google. <laughs> they, they love to do research and information and think deeply about things. Um, type six is our, is our faithful guardian. That person is loyal and secure. They're the friend you could count on, um, when everything else is going to crap, you know, and then type seven is our enthusiastic optimist. They love adventure. Um, and then type eight is the passionate protector. Um, and they are, they're the person you want in your court because they love justice and they will fight for you. Um, and then type nine is the peaceful accommodator. They'll, uh, they want to make peace and make sure that the people in their sphere are content and healthy. And, uh, and that they themselves are content and healthy. And there's variations on all of those, but that's the basics. So just like I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's what, what I'm you, here for, right? What, what do you think I am for as much as you know me? Yeah, yeah. I would, I don't like to type people just I by, because I don't like to stereotype them. Um, but I would guess that you are a, a type three or a type two um, because you are very um, active and present and go after what you want. So you have that achiever kind of quality to you, but you're also uh, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, a very nurturing, supportive kind of person. And so you um, take care of the people around you really well. So I, I would guess that you were somewhere in there, but 
So how would, okay, so actually I wrote down two and three when you're going okay. through it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yes. like, and maybe number seven, yeah. but maybe it was seven too, like a little bit of seven that go get her. Yeah. yeah. Live on the edge for a moment. Um, yeah. How can people like, if I really wanted to dive deep, yeah. what would I need to do? I mean, are there testing? What, how does this program look? Yeah. So um, there are tests, um, uh, different, different versions of the test lead you basically to the same point. Um, and uh, the tests are usually, so the reason people like me exist, coaches exist, is because the tests are about 60% of the time accurate. A lot of times people will come out with like two numbers kind of high and they need help kind of processing through, okay, what actually am I? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the best way, honestly, not I'm not trying to promote myself, but the best way is to meet with a coach. That's the most helpful way to kind of get to the bottom of what your type is. But a good starting point is one of the assessments online. So, so well, I'm promoting you because, yeah. yes, people need to have a coach. I think coaches are so important in today's society. And they're becoming more, um, I think, because people are opening up more and wanting to know who they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. in the 5D world. We're in 20, you know, 2020. So here we go. It's all about 5D, no longer the 3D about the materialistic, that outside, you know, what makes us happy out here? Yeah. What makes us happy in here, inside. Right. And I think Absolutely. that's really important. Does it, um, do you feel like, when you're categorizing or labeling that word label that you're boxing us, like I'm, you know, I'm meant to fly. I want to fly. I'm no longer in my <laughs> box. I'm all about releasing the labels. Here we go. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. That's a common pushback that I get when, um, when somebody first hears me start talking about it, they're like, why do I have to be put in a category? You know, that kind of thing. And so I think that's a great question. Um, I heard one author, um, the author of a great Enneagram book, Ian Morgan Cron, in his name, he said, he said, the Enneagram doesn't put you in a box. It helps you get out of the box that you're already in. So you're already wired a certain way and approach the world a certain way. The Enneagram just gives you the tools that you need to step out of that box and start to make the most of your personality instead of letting it unknowingly hold you back. So, so that's how I often respond to it. It's just a helpful tool. Yeah. And I think it's actually when you're, when you're saying all that, I'm like going, okay, well, people are put in a box usually by other people because of beliefs or environment or family dynamics or how they were raised. Right. And all of a sudden you're in this box because of labels that have been put on you from other people. And in reality, you're actually opening up the box for us because all of a sudden you're like, no, Karen, you're, you know, you said I was a two and three and two and three was, well, the two was more about the caring, the giving, right? Was right. That right? Yep. So it's like you're helping people understand their core mm-hmm. and their, the traits they have because all nine of them that you read to me were all very good. It yes. wasn't like, oh, I want to be that instead of that. <laughs> right, right. right. They're all great. And one of the things I love about the Enneagram is it's not so much about behavior management, but it's the first personality assessment that I've ever run across 
that helps me get below the surface to my motivations that are that are down under my longings and my fears instead of just oh be more of an extrovert or be more of an you know like those kind of labels so i think it's it's really helpful in that regard i like the way when you said personality like finding the personality in 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 somebody once you know like okay i'm a two two and a three. Okay. So you're kind of understand my personality. How does that help you as an individual to um, talk to me, get along with me, be my friend? Like, how does that help? Yeah. That person. So I have a, I'll use, I'll use a personal example of one of my closest friends is a two. And, um, and I've just learned with her that I, um, she longs to be assured that that she's loved because she gives love so much. And so I've just had to be as her friend, as I've learned that about her as a two, I've been able to say, okay, I need to make sure I'm reaching out to her and caring for her because she's taking care of everybody else all the time. And one of the ways I can communicate love and affection and care for her is to make sure I'm touching base, even if it's just a quick text during the week to say, hey, I see you. I love you. You know, that kind of thing. And check in with her. And so it's allowed me to become better in those relational spheres as I understand how my, not just how I'm wired, but how the people that I love are wired as well. So, yeah, I think that's important, especially because you mentioned in your bio that you work with um, companies and couples, teams, you know, Mm -hmm. and the importance of that. I think when we come back after we're going to go into break in just a moment, but I would love to hear with the couples, like how maybe some of your experiences that you've had with different couples um, and just kind of like implanting the seeds. So when we come back, you'll be like going, okay, I got some good examples, but even some that maybe didn't turn out as good as you wanted or turned out better than what you wanted. Right. So we see maybe a contrast of, what can help? Because I think sometimes as individuals and as humans, you have to be pretty vulnerable to really accept or open up and let people know, hey, I, you know, okay, I'm a two. This is what we're saying today. I'm a two until I take the test. But when you said you reach out to your friend and you just reassure her, Hey, love you, thinking about you, sending you love and light. You know, I'm always like, sending love and light. You, you know that. Right, <laughs> like, right. Love and light, love and light, love and light. Like sending it out there and the importance of it, giving it back to her. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think, you know, if people know, oh, Karen just needs some love because she's, <laughs> she's in, <laughs> right. They might look at me like I'm weak. Mm, yeah, that's a great point. And so when we come back, I would love to maybe dive a little bit about that and understand a little bit more. So we'll be right back, listeners, with Shannon McGee after this break. Stay tuned. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. 
Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We have had the privilege of talking to Shannon McKee, who is an Enneagram life coach. And it's all about the nine. The Enneagram means nine, right? Ennea. Yep. Ennea yep. is nine. And so the nine different personalities of a character or a person, but there's more than nine. Shannon yep. makes sure she... she clarify that there's more but we're just doing like the nine focus areas correct yeah that's a good way to say it there's always variation within each personality type and there's um uh i mean some of the scientists who've looked at it have said you know and they've even systemized some of those but the nine basic personality types are are what we're looking at Okay. And before the break, I was like, okay, Shannon, I want to know because she's worked with couples and I want to know like the dynamics because all of a sudden we're, um, as humans, we have learned to protect ourselves. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want Mm -hmm. people to really know our dark, deep, dark secrets. Right. Right. And maybe when someone learns a person's character or personality, they could take that and twist it in the wrong way. Yeah. Is oh, that- they could. Totally. Like one of the things we say a lot um, within the coaching circles that I interact in is you can either use the Enneagram as a sword or as a shield. You can use it. And both of those would be bad. 
uh, using it as a sword would be bad because you'd be using it to like cut other people and try and um, kind of control them by saying, hey, here's what you're like. Um, that's such a five thing to do or whatever and kind of use that to hurt them. Or you can use it as a shield to protect yourself and keep that facade going. Like if I can, if I can make people think I'm this way, then I don't have to really be my true self. And so those would be misappropriations of the of something like the Enneagram, where this person's been vulnerable with you and showed you a little bit of who they are, and you're going to use that now to like cut them down. That would be horrible. And so, yeah, so it definitely can be used uh, inappropriately. But uh, but I think the power and the potential for it to be used well outweighs the fact that you know sometimes somebody could hurt you with it, but hopefully not. So. Yeah, and I think that's where when you're working with couples or whatever, you have to have a trust of, you know what, we really want to um, know each other better, understand. It's like the five love languages to me, right? Mm -hmm. Once you know some love language, then you're able to express it to them because it's, you know, you want them to be happy. And Mm -hmm. in return, them knowing your love language, they're going to express love the way you want it, not the way Mm -hmm. they think you want it or the way they like it, but what you want. And I I look at that with the personality traits that once you know the person's personality and character, you're going to enhance that person and allow them to grow and develop in a deeper level than Mm -hmm. possibly they ever would. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is we all look at the world through our lens. Like I'm always going to tend, I'm a nine, I'm a peacemaker. So I, I enter every situation with that. That's how I look at things. And, and making peace among people is one of my highest priorities. Well, if I'm in a room with somebody who's an eight and they are a high justice oriented person, they're willing to break peace if it's going to mean that that we can have more justice for whatever downtrodden group that they're trying to protect or look out for. And so the two of us might come into a meeting or a situation, very we have very different lenses for looking at the world. And so now, though, if I know, okay, that person's an eight, her highest priority is justice for this group of people. Mm-hmm. then I'm not necessarily going to be hurt if she says something that rubs against my peacemaker kind of orientation. Does that make sense? Yeah. That you're, you know, understanding that about each other allows you to give each other a little bit of grace in the moment and say, okay, I understand why she's, you know, stating that so strongly because she wants to protect that group of people. You know, I want to fix it and make peace, but she's looking to protect. You see the, mm-hmm. how it, can work. Yeah. No. And then with couples, so it's kind of the same thing. Um, I know you said you've worked with couples and, you know, do they come to you because they're intrigued and they want to learn? Do they come to you because they're struggling in their marriage already? Like, I'm sure there's all forms, but what's like, not the most popular, but yeah, kind of what's, what do you see more people already getting along? And they come to you or people that are struggling going, okay, let's figure out who we are and yeah. have Shannon help us. Yeah, right. 
I haven't, um, so far, I haven't coached anybody who's in like terrible crisis. Like our marriage is, this is our last ditch effort um, to fix it kind of thing. I haven't been in those settings yet. Um, I'm sure that will come in time, but because every marriage goes through hard patches, right? And so, um, and so I'm sure I will, but so far, mostly what I've done is just come alongside people and help them. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're both talking, but you aren't hearing each other. And so I don't take the place of a, a counselor or a therapist per se. I don't have a degree in, in that, but, but I can be a stopgap to kind of help people with, so usually they're not totally on the rocks. There's some, there's, it's a, it's them wanting to make their marriage a little bit better to grow and understanding each other, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's where I've most often worked with people. Okay. Which to me makes, I mean, I think that's great and it makes sense. And like you said, you're not a counselor, you're not a therapist, but you do understand the personalities. And you made such a huge, when you said, sometimes you're not listening to what people are saying, like really listening. And um, it's so funny. I remember going to counseling when with before I got divorced with my with my ex now but the counselor looked at us and he goes you have two ears and one mouth for a reason quit talking start listening right right and I like it okay you know when you really when you stop for a minute and you think well I was listening but it was my interpretation Mm -hmm. of what I heard yeah And so can you dive a little bit deeper with that? Once you know a person's personality, a human's personality, your spouse, let's say, Mm -hmm. and when you're listening, it's almost, how how does that tweak it a little bit? Yeah. Well, I think um, I'll use my own marriage a little bit as an example, because then I, 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 my husband's cool with that. We've done it before, but um, so I'm a nine and my husband is a one. Um, And for years and years and years of my early developmental years as an adult, I compared myself to him because he is a one is the moral perfectionist um, or the reformer. And so a one will walk in. This is the, the one is the kind of person that will walk into a restaurant and can see all the ways it could be better. Like, that's just how they go through life. It's not a, a choice necessarily that they're making. They're not trying to be uber critical or what, but they just genuinely can see like, oh, if they move that table over there, that would work. You know, they just go through life like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so when he sets his mind to do something and wants to put it into action, he can, he's good with all of those systems. And I, I am not. And so um, I, yeah, I will, I will open the same broken drawer for 10 years and never bother to try to fix it. You know what I mean? And so uh, for me, understanding how he was wired, I, I used to feel like he was super critical of me because he would walk into the kitchen and see a better way to do something or whatever. And so I always felt like I was kind of on trial. Well, when I started to understand this about him, and not that that gives him a license to just be critical all the time. I'm not saying that. But when I started to understand better, like, okay, 
he walks through life like this. Like these things are constantly screaming at him all day long. It helped me to understand that he's not necessarily going at me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that, that, that he's just looking at life like that. And so he has his assignment to learn how to deal with that better and how to reel that in and not be so critical all the time. And I have my assignment of learning to assert myself and say what I really think instead of just going with the flow all the time. And so we both have things we can work on, but understanding each other a little bit better helps a ton with those moments where it's like, why would you even do that? I don't even understand (laughs) where that came from, but now I have a context for it better. And I like that because you're becoming more the self-aware right? Of of yourself, but each other. And then that allows the growth and development as, as, as a human, you have, you have a question in here. I'm looking at this. Does the world really need more navel gazing? What is (laughs) navel gazing, Shannon? (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes I feel like our world is so, we're so prone to be selfish in the first place. Like we, we are, we're prone to look out for ourselves because who's not going to, I mean, I got to look out for number one, right? So we we're prone to do that. And so sometimes I think uh, we can get kind of lost in a spiral of like, who am I? What am I doing? What am I? And so I think that can be unhealthy at times if we're too focused on ourselves all the time and we're never looking out at the world around us. Like how can I use my gifts to bless other people, not just serve myself? And so when I think about navel gazing, I think of like somebody who's, they're just always looking inward at themselves and never turning to look outward. And I think there needs to be a balance of both. Like I need to be self-aware and have understanding of who I am and how I'm wired. And that blesses me, but then I'm not just here to be an individual. I'm here to be part of a community. And so how can I also serve and bless others with the way that I'm gifted and wired? So, so instead yeah. of being naval gazel, gazer, naval yeah. will be naval seekers, naval. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Naval reachers. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, um, and I think that's a really good um, point to make, Shannon, is that, I mean, whether you're religious or not, spiritual or not, but when you're of service to other people, mm-hmm. you're out of your mindset because you're focused on someone else. And when you're in service of someone else, you're, you're also in service of yourself. Yeah. And so it's, it, to me, service is a win-win for, for people, those that are giving and those that are receiving. And I think that's really important um, in today's, you know, environment, especially, you know, people are coming back out from COVID And this is my first time traveling since COVID. And I'm like, I feel so like alive and free again. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's like a whole new world, you know, like Aladdin. I'm flying on the carpet going, it's a whole new world down there. It's like beautiful. And, and, and being like just walking around the resort and smiling and saying hi to people and interacting with the workers around here. And just like, it's, I've been like on cloud nine. And it's just so simple. You don't have to travel to to do this. You can go to the grocery store and realize, oh my gosh, how lucky are we now? Like we can go out and we can uncover our faces when we're in a restaurant or things like that. Or, 
happening and being able to smile to me, smiling is the easiest way to be of service to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Plus it's great endorphins for your, for you too. And good muscles. Like it helps with the lifting the muscles in the face. And <laughs> right. Right. It's all around a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I think we were made to live in community. And I think that's why the last two years have been so hard on people is all of a sudden they've been in these very isolating environments or they walk past somebody and their face is covered and they can't even see what their expression is like. Like I walked past somebody recently who is a friend and I didn't recognize them because they were masked. Mm -hmm. And so, and we need the masks. It's all good. But I think it has shown us how badly we need community. And so I'm not an individual alone. I'm an individual in a community, whether that's my church or school or neighborhood or wherever you are, your workplace, you are part of a community and you were designed to live in that. And so um, I think understanding and caring about how you are wired and how other people are wired is an expression of that communal living. And it's beneficial to all of us when we live like that yeah and I yeah you hit that on the right there when you said be able to know how you're wired and then other people wired um and the importance of that Mm -hmm. because I think it's clarity for you like going back to your husband to that little story you shared with with the listeners and myself about you understanding him better like he's not He's just voicing his opinion when he walks into a room, a restaurant. He's like, yeah, if they move that, that would be like better, get more people in here, whatever the the solution is. And you understanding, (laughs) okay, yeah, we're going to redecorate the room here in about five seconds. And then we can go down and sit down and (laughs) talk and have our, but allowing him to be able to share with you and you not getting frustrated because Mm -hmm. you (laughs) Okay, get it out of your system. I'll give you understanding I am. Okay, get it out of your system. And then just realize, okay, you know, it's okay. And then with your personality, you know, you're the peacemaker. And so you learn possibly not to use your voice as much as you could because you don't want to offend. And you kind of keep things down which is not healthy either. No, it caused me to be super passive aggressive because I would, it's not like I let go of my opinion, but I just had nowhere to express it. And so it actually led to a lot of frustration in our marriage at times because he would think we were on the same page about something with the kids or, you know, how we were handling our finances or whatever. And I'm, I'm not, I haven't let go of my opinion. I've just stuffed it further down. And so understanding, like when I first read about the nine, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like somebody's totally reading my mail. And I, for the first time was like, instead of feeling horrible about myself for these things, now I understand them better. So, yeah. And I think that's so important. Um, And we're never too late to, to learn and to take this test, right? Like it doesn't matter your age. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, and we're going to go into break here, but here's my question when we come back. Um, If I did this testing when I was 10 and then 25 and then 40, does my personality traits change or am I the same person I am at 30 as I was at 10? So that's my question. Don't answer it. Okay. 
Okay, listeners, we'll be right back after this break with Shannon McKee. (laughs) Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. And I just want to invite all of you to reach out to me, go to my email, shinenowornever.com, and send me questions. If you want to be a guest on my show, I've had multiple people email me and go, hey, I've got this great story I want to share. And I communicate with them and we talk on the phone and we see if it's going to be a good fit or not. But always reach out um, because I'm here for you guys and we all have stories. And I was telling Shannon, my book, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, so excited because in February, it's going to be out and Audible now. So not only on paperback, you can get on Amazon, Kindle, but now in the Audible version. So I'm super excited. And as I was listening to the, the voice, because I hired this beautiful lady to, to read the book for me, um, it was surreal listening to my story being read and, and thinking, oh my gosh, people are going to be listening to my life story. And we were talking about being vulnerable and raw. And it's still kind of, Shannon, it's still kind of like <laughs> goes, oh my gosh. Still gets me sometimes, you know, it's it's oh, it's yeah. amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that you've been vulnerable and, and taking the risk to put it out there. You, you, you've been through a lot. So I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited. So Shannon, as we um, move into the last part of the show, first, before I forget, I want you to share with the audience, the listeners, how they can get a hold of you, how you can help them with coaching and, and what's the best way to do that. Okay. So um, my coaching business is uh, still a little bit in process as far as my website goes. I've been coaching people, but my website will be called theartofyou.us. Um, and that's uh, going to be up within the next couple of days. But I have an Instagram account, um, theartofyou.coaching, and a Facebook page by the same name. So theartofyou.coaching is a good way to reach me. So is it? Y-O-U or you? Y-O-U. Okay. The Art of You. The Art of You. Coaching. And listeners, I invite you to reach out to Shannon. I mean, that's why why I have people on my show that are coaches and entrepreneurs or selling products is that to um, cause awareness and to dive deep right now into your personality and who and what you are. And before we left for the break, um, I asked Shannon this question. I said, if I took the test when I was 10 and then again at 25 and then in my 30s or 40s, would I still be that person at 10, the personality trait? Or how does that work, Shannon? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And I would say... Well, one little caveat I would make is I, if you are a parent um, and your kids are, you know, under 16 or whatever, I would hesitate to type them uh, because there's still so much in development. And so I would never encourage somebody to take the test at 10. Your personality is unfolding at that point, but, um, but you wouldn't want them to feel like locked into one, you know, like uh, to start acting in a certain way because they think that's the best way or whatever. So um, yeah. But that, that caveat aside, I would say, no, you don't, you don't skip to a different personality type. You are, you know, I've been a nine my whole life and that, that's not going to change. What changes is as I better understand who I am and how I'm wired and I understand those core longings and the fears that I have that are motivating my behaviors, I'm growing and transforming. And so I'm becoming a healthier version of myself as I understand those things better. And so while I'm still a peacemaker, and that will probably always be true of me, um, the experts say you don't, you don't jump from personality type to, uh, to other personality type, but you do, you learn to utilize the other personality types in a way that serves you, you know, like as far as your own development goes. So sometimes it's really helpful for me to pull from Rick's, because he's so good at systemizing things, I, I can use that and understand it, even though it's not my natural bent or whatever. And so we're constantly growing as people, but I'm always going to be bent towards that peacemaker way of going about life mm-hmm. with its pros and its cons, but hopefully more pros over time and less cons. <laughs> right. So Right. Yeah. yeah. No, we talked about that, how as peacemaker, you don't always use your voice and how important it is to be able to be aware of that and that you can express yourself in that moment in a nice way. You know, you don't have to, like you said, sometimes you can be passive aggressive, which a lot, a lot of us are Mm -hmm. because we haven't learned to use our voice. And 
that's really important to do. But understanding your personality, then you can be like, oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, it's kind of it's kind of me, but I can yeah. choose, I can I have the choice now because yes. you are aware. Exactly, and and when you're not aware, you don't even know that you're doing these behaviors. You know, a a peacemaker is part of kind of. There's different triads within the Enneagram and a peacemaker is more likely to withdraw. They're in the withdrawn stance instead of the aggressive stance. And, um, and so if I'm not aware of why I might be withdrawing, then I, I th- you know, it can look like I'm being really peaceful and, and great, but actually I might be withdrawing because I'm afraid or whatever. And so understanding that about myself it's like a rumble strip on the highway. It's like, oh, I hear that rumble strip and I know I need to get back on track. And so it kind of pushes me back to, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? And, and I think that's where it becomes really helpful. And then, so with your program, Shannon, um, is it like a, a one-stop shop or is it like, okay, you're going to work with me. If I were to sign up and say, Hey, I want you to coach me. We take the test or whatever. Is it like over a month process or how do you set up your program for people? So I typically will meet with somebody once initially to just kind of um, to talk about their type and to help them better understand and make sure that we're on the same page. And, and then if they love what they're learning and want to take it further, I usually do a four session package after that. Um, and it gives them a chance to dive a little bit deeper and understand where do I go when I'm stressed? Where do I go when I'm really healthy? What do I, you know, uh, what are my tendencies and how can I actually have a path towards growth? Not just, it doesn't help us, like information doesn't change us life and time and transformation is what we want. And so to know that I'm a nine, okay, whatever, that, that does nothing for me unless I figure out how to use that well. So yeah, so the four sessions help us go there deeper. And then after that, I'm just available, you know, time to time for people that want to interact more. Night maintenance call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I need a little refresh. (laughs) Change the oil. (laughs) Yeah. Oil in your place. I like, I I love the fact that, you know, I love that word. I love, I love, I'm going to make, what do you call it? Like hats that say, I love it on it (laughs) (laughs) all the time or like little headbands or whatever, because I'm a headband girl. But um, the fact that it's not just a one-time shop. I think you, you, you hit it on the head when you said, it's important to understand, okay, you're a nine, but in everyday life, when you're high or low, whatever's happening, how can you take understanding you're a nine and help you get through crisis that happens? Yeah. Even for setting goals, you know, we're at the beginning of a year and I've been thinking through, okay, now that I better understand myself and have a greater awareness I don't, I don't need to take somebody else's goals on to, to who I am. I need to figure out what's going to best serve me for this year. And so choosing my word for the year, like I chose the word move because I feel like as a peacemaker, my tendency is not to move and take that action step. That's why it's taken me a little while to get my website done because I'm like, I'm kind of scared to put myself out there. And so, yeah, even developing goals and moving the next step, I feel like is all helped by better understanding who you are and how you're wired. 
And I love the fact that you have the word for your word for the year to grow. I mean, I, I do that, but, um, or move, it was move. You said move. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. Can you tell the listeners your view of that? Like you find a word and there's so many words out there. How, how can someone pinpoint a certain word for them for the year? Yeah. Well, I feel like there's so much to be said for self-examination and self-reflection and kind of being able to assess well, like, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's what needs to happen over the course of the next 12 months, six months, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing magical about the change of the year, but, um, and, and to, to know, okay, these are some things, there's a theme here of things I want to grow in. And so for me, it was, it was that idea of action or movement that I don't want to stagnate. And so I needed to, so I picked a word that would kind of encapsulate several of my goals, but be a motivator for me all year. So it's not, you know, you look at a list of goals and you can have, you know, three to five things there. But if I have one word, it just kind of helps me grab onto that and remember it easier than remembering all five of my goals. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's just that intention. It's taking, taking that intention and moving forward with it. And I think that's important, especially we're in the new year, 2022. Um, I've been talking about affirmations, talking about manifesting, doing your vision boards. I've got a class coming up in February on vision board and the importance of it and actually meeting together with women and doing it. I'm so, I'm so excited. You know, we're going to go into the library, people, and we're going to do our vision boards. But, but coming in an awareness of thinking about, okay, what is my word? What is important to me for this next year? And it's always the unknown, and that's the beauty of it. You know, if we knew exactly what life was going to do, we'd be bored silly. You know, we'd cause more havoc probably than what's already happening around us. And so I think it's really important um, as listeners that you take the time, be in the moment, do your deep breathing. Just let life put your ego behind you. You know, I'm always swooping my ego behind me, getting it in the back seat, but just taking the moment for yourself in the next week and just what is your word? Hmm. And then reach out. I invite you to reach out to Shannon. We have her um, www.theartofyou.us and reach out to her. Set the time with her. And find out your personality trait. You, you might think you know it, but it could be, you could be a hybrid. You could be a couple of different ones and figure out which one's more dominant than the other and how to use that for your best and help people around you understand you more so. Again, the affirmation for um, today is I will never divorce myself again. And Shannon, before we leave, we have just a minute. Is there like a word of advice, something you want to share with our listeners just to inspire them before we close today? I really think that uh, we are all uniquely wired differently, um, beautifully created that way. And uh, really learning that about yourself is a beautiful thing and, and beginning to identify that and, and it'll it'll help you in all the areas of life going forward. So that's my encouragement. 
I love that. Thank you, Shannon, so much for spending the time with the listeners and I today and sharing your your thoughts and your your knowledge of understanding the personalities and these tests that we can do and understand us. Remember, the breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. This world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 